Welcome back to Tell Me Sis podcast featuring your two favorite sisters, Alex and Kyla. Welcome to season two. <laughs> I wasn't sure when to say that. I was like, do I say it at the beginning? Or? We're so excited. Yeah, I'm honestly so excited to be I recording know. again. It was like a nice break. We had a really busy summer, but we're so happy to be back. And I know I've been getting so many questions like, is the podcast coming back? I was actually scrolling through our DMs on the podcast recently. Mm-hmm. And we had so many messages from people being like, are you guys going to start recording again? Like, Mm -hmm. what happened? I guess they didn't listen to the last episode. (laughs) Not true fans. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, we we took a little break for the summer while Kylo went to Europe. So we're going to talk about that. Yes. And then we were just so busy with like, well, she had work and I had like one thing after the other with having a toddler and every activity. And we just thought, you know, it's a good break. Summer break. We'll come back for season two in the fall. And it just, it's nice to split things up, I feel like. Yeah, it is. And it's also, like, as much as I love recording and I honestly felt really deprived of it. Yeah, same. Like, I'm actually so excited to be back and recording now. It was nice to have that break. Oh, it was really nice. Because we're both so busy and then on top of our schedules, we would have to find time to record, which mm-hmm. was always difficult because I feel like our schedules clash a lot. Yeah. So. But also on top of it, I had to. Because I edit all the podcasts, we don't have an editor that we just like send things to. I think maybe eventually that's something that we could invest in. But for now, I edit them. And so to find time to edit the thing, then we would always have to record on weekends. And then I have to edit it right away to have it be up in time for Wednesday. So I think we might shift the day that we upload just for that purpose. But other than that, it's like, I'm so happy to be back. Um, Okay, we just talked about it, (laughs) and we decided we're going to upload on Fridays instead of Wednesdays. I I liked the initial idea of Wednesdays because it was like hump day. And like also midweek, it's something to look forward to. Sometimes, you know, you're a little bit exhausted come Wednesday, Yeah, and it's just like something fun to listen to on your way to work or after work, whenever. Um, but I think Fridays would be ideal because already you're in a good mood on Friday. Mm -hmm. It's the end of the week. You're going into the weekend. You have a podcast to listen to. It's fun. It like ties together. And then if you're busy, you can listen to it on Monday. Exactly. Exactly. And just makes things easier on my end for editing. Cause that's one thing we realized when we had chosen Wednesday is like, it just got so tough. Cause sometimes we would even record on Monday evening yeah there was a few times where we had to do that and I was like I literally have 24 hours to do even like I still like doing this and like we're doing it today where we're recording two episodes back to back yeah just makes it easier because Mm -hmm. then it's like not a weekly thing that we need to do although was it before you before we took um a break right before season one ended didn't we do like two weeks back to back, but each time we recorded, it was like two episodes. Yeah. And I really liked it. We made them shorter, but we recorded both and it, it makes things easier so that we don't have to, not that we don't enjoy it. It's just that things come up, we get busy and then we get stressed of like, oh my God, crap, we don't have time for the podcast. Whereas like, cause it's something that brings us joy, but we don't want to like make it something sour. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah exactly so I think recording them back to back so I we're thinking of doing is having a lot more episodes of like you guys writing in because first of all those are so fun to do I can't wait to do our next one I know we already have like we have like a list of things planned already but I think that will make it easier for us to have like we'll have a chit chatty podcast of like catch up or whatever and then the second one we record which will be the following week for you guys will be either an advice episode you write in asking for advice or we'll do like you know, we do those like crazy roommate stories or horror yeah. stories of something, you know. I think that um, because Halloween's around the corner, kind of, we're beginning Ish. in September. I think we should have at least one episode where just you and I, we talk about like spooky stories. Yeah, and like 100%. just we watch a lot of true crime or at least I used to and you used to. So I know of a lot of different stories so we can make an episode about true crime and then we can have another episode where our listeners write in like a spooky story that happened to them i think that would be so fun and if you don't like to get scared you can just skip those ones (laughs) um but that's something that kyle and i really enjoy is like being scared although i don't know about you anymore because now that you live alone so i live alone and i get really freaked out with the whole ever since um where did it take place that uh it was so sad it was in idaho i believe Oh, the college. With the college girls. Oh. Ever since that story, 
I just like I I went crazy. I got like extra locks for my my yeah. patio door. Anyways, you, ever since you've been more scared. Yeah, ever since that whole story, I've been a lot more scared. So, yeah, it it traumatized me honestly. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about something a little bit more positive. So, shall we talk a little bit about your European trip? Oh my god, I was actually with my friend that I went to Europe with last night, yeah. and we. I'm going to say it, but, like, you could cut it out if you want. What? We... Okay, so I never smoke weed ever anymore. Okay. And I took one toke of her joint last night. And you got high. And I got high. (laughs) I was so high. And we were sitting outside with her dog on the patio. And we were just talking about the fact that our Europe trip completely made our summer. Like, it was just two weeks of pure happiness on cloud nine there was not one moment where we were homesick getting frustrated with each other like we were the perfect match to travel together like she's the type where okay we both like to plan right but I'm more the type of person that's like I want to plan which cities I'm going to be in um my transportation and uh like where we're staying the rest, like restaurants, different activities we want to do on every single day is just more like I'm just more open minded with that where I'm like, I don't need to like book restaurants and like right. look at what's I mean, I'm interested in, in looking at like what's like the best restaurants around. But like she's really the type of person where she'll do all of the research like from A to Z and she'll send me like TikToks and like instagram accounts of different restaurants in these in these cities and like we have to go here let's make a reservation like she's really good at that and then i'm the friend that's like what's your venmo (laughs) (laughs) i'll just transfer you the money yeah that's that's like that tiktok i saw yeah that's she sent that to me and i was dying because i was like it's so true it's literally me and jess um but and then like we're both just so open-minded everything was like so smooth we were laughing. We were, like, eating the best food. I do have to say, and I want everyone's opinion on this. Okay. I, I'm i very, like, we grew up eating authentic Italian food. Like, dad would make his homemade tomato sauce with his pasta. And then, like, we'd go to our Italian, like, side of the family dinners. Like, I like Italian food. I, I you know, I'm cultured. You've been unquote. to Italy before. I've been to Italy. I went to Sorrento. Like, the food was amazing. Lake Como, the food was so bad. It was so bad. Okay. It was so crazy to me. So, and then, and it wasn't just one restaurant we went to. It was every single place we went to. The bread was stale. At one point, we got this pasta that was being made right in front of us in this huge Parmesan bowl. Mm. And we wanted to go to this restaurant in particular because we saw it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we went and like... It tasted good, but it was cold as if they just took it out of the fridge. Was it supposed to be like that? So the people beside us also ordered it. And like me and Jess are so not the type to like give back our food. Right, right, right. So we were just like, we were eating it. Um, And then the people beside us got the same thing. And they were like, they had to, they gave it back. And they were like, it's, it's cold. Like (gasps) it's not even warm in the slightest. And we were like, okay, we're not crazy. And the bread was really stale, like rock hard practically. What the heck? I got I got pizza. The pizza was good, but it just, it was like. Like you could have pizza could like have, that here. I could have pizza like that here. That it's not so that the food weird. tasted bad. It was just the bread was stale. Sometimes the pasta was cold. The pizza that we got was like, it was good. And like I ate it, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like Italy pizza, you know? Yeah, like you've had that before. And I even got like um what was it i got prosciutto melone okay at one point do you know what that is well yeah okay it's it's basically if you don't know it's cantaloupe like a slice of cantaloupe that they put prosciutto they wrap it around it's like a appetizer so i got that at one point and the prosciutto tasted like it was going bad huh it was like it was gross it was just gross and then our last day in milan like we were ending the trip we had one night in milan before flying home I I got this like chicken bowl and the chicken was raw. Ew. I was like, what the heck is going on with Italy this trip? I was I was so shocked. But I think Milan we just got unlucky. But 
besides like that experience, like everything was beautiful. We started off in Milos where we met up with Sofia. Oh, in Greece. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Um, Traveling to Milos was like the longest trip ever. It <laughs> felt like the longest trip ever. We were so excited to get there. Um, was the food in Greece good? The food in Greece was really good. Okay. Um, we did our first official day in Milos. We did the boat day tour, mm-hmm. which was like a 10 hour thing. It was all day. The food on the boat was because there was a chef and then there's the uh, captain. Okay. Okay. And so was it like an organized thing? That yeah. You, okay. Okay. So it's, uh, it's called Milos adventures. If ever okay. anyone goes to Milos, I highly recommend this, uh, this boat day. Um, How it was, was it? it was about, um, I think it was about like 150 euros per person. I could be so wrong. I don't remember. You can go on like Google it, Milos Adventures, if you want to get a price. But I remember it not being like too overly priced. But that seems like a lot. 150. No, it's expensive. It comes with food. It, it comes, comes. So. Oh, wait. And 10 hours. It's a full oh, day okay, thing. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. You go to okay. like, you have like five different spots that, five different stops that you go to and, um, like they serve you food, the food's included and it's so much food. Mm. Um, they like teach you about like the history of every single place. They tell you what cities were passing, like okay. everything. The money. It's really worth the money. And then there's like other people that book on the same day as you. I think right. it's, it's like a max of like maybe 15 people, okay. 20 people. And like you get to know these people because you're on the boat with them mm-hmm. all day and they were so nice. And uh, there was one woman on the boat actually, she was a... Uh, She's not like a clairvoyant, but she's like kind of like psychic. Okay. And she was like, anyways, it was just really interesting talking to her. And um, we just like, we met these American people and like they were telling us about their lives and like, it was just, it was so interesting. Um, and then you we get also get wine. We get to swim in the water. Did you? There's like, yeah. An ocean? <gasps> yeah, Kaya. I did. I did it a few different times. Wow, I'm so proud I of you. I ended up doing it and I actually took a rock back home from that day on one of the beaches it's just like this gorgeous white rock um because i was like i want to remember this day forever and like at one point me and sophia went in the water and like we climbed up this rock that was in the middle of the ocean not Mm -hmm. in the middle of the ocean but like in the water yeah and we were like jumping off of it and it was just like it was a lot of fun um oh my god like i i wish i could do it all over again and then like the rest of our trip was just so much fun we went to a beach party at one point which there was surprise fireworks Ooh. um did you meet a lot of people we met people um sophia introduced us to some people that she knows there okay um it was just amazing um and then from milos we spent one night in athens we stayed in the sketchiest airbnb in athens it was First of all, we thought the elevator was going to break. Oh, my God. It was in this, like, sketchy alleyway with graffiti everywhere. And there was, like, (laughs) stairs to go down. It was almost like it looked like a mall. Okay. But to go down these, like, stairs, there were these gates that were, like, boarded up above the stairs. It just – it was creepy. And there was graffiti everywhere. Going up the elevator to our Airbnb was super sketchy. Then we get like right outside of our Airbnb and the lights are turning on and off. Okay. And like it sounded like, you know, those lights in scary movies when it's like going on and Almost off. Almost like clicks. It, cl- it was clicking. Oh, hell no. We couldn't figure out because the instructions that our host left us was like really not clear. So we couldn't figure out which door it was that we had to unlock. And we were like, are these people's like homes? Like, And it was also like like 12 a.m by the time we arrived there finally we get in and we were starving because we barely ate all day it was a long travel day and we were both like um we're not gonna go get food anywhere because we're really sketched out like it was I was like I feel like we're gonna get attacked if we leave our Airbnb so we just like sucked it up and like went to bed and then the next day we we flew to um we didn't fly we took the ferry to Milan ferry to milan yeah for when we left greece you could take a boat to italy never mind it was a plane okay <laughs> we took we took um a plane to milan okay so you got food at the airport yeah we got food at the airport but um we didn't just do milos we also did paros paros was beautiful oh so it was so milos jealous. paros then lake como and then milan I did hear, I don't know if this is true, you can totally correct me if I'm wrong, because I also had a different experience, but people say, like, the more north you go in Italy, the less good the food is, 
I don't know if that's true. I did a whole Northern European trip and had some of the best food, like in Verona. We had amazing food. When I went to Lake Como for my honeymoon, I had incredible food. So maybe it was just the places you were choosing or maybe I just got lucky in the places I went to. Like, I don't know. I don't know know because at one point my friend asked her friend who's traveled all over Italy and he was like, no, no, like Lake Como is known to have like not the best food oh really there's like some places in italy where it's like there's just so many tourists that like the people don't really care well i think for dan and i because we stayed at a really nice hotel it was our honeymoon we're like we're gonna go all out yeah it was like michelin star the food was amazing but it was very expensive and then when we went into town we always chose the place that like wasn't touristy we just went into like the most smallest little place and usually found really good food yeah no like we went to restaurants at like different hotels and like we found this like beautiful garden outside of a rest outside of the restaurant it was like their terrace area like the food there was okay it just wasn't like exceptional that you're like wow i'm in italy and this is amazing it was like i could have this at home kind of thing yeah yeah exactly that's exactly what it was um but like it still didn't ruin it for us like we did a boat tour in italy still that was beautiful and it was kind of drizzling that day too which made it kind of like moody and like oh wait didn't you tell me that the guy thought you were a couple i'm sure so many people thought we were couples but yeah our our boat tour guide when we were in lake como thought we were we were a couple so he's like oh get like get up i'm gonna take a picture of you so like we start like laughing and whatever and he and at one point he was like oh like forget what he said but he was like couple like are you guys a couple and we started dying of laughter because we we're like <laughs> of course me and my friend yeah. decide to go to like the most like honeymoon place in italy <laughs> together like it's funny we were joking it's about beautiful, it though. oh i we don't regret it at all i, I was like it. i was like you know we don't we just experienced our honeymoon like we don't even need to do this for our actual honeymoons now <laughs> how did you like lugano lugano was beautiful so lugano is um a city that's technically in switzerland yeah, but it's like a town there's a lot of like uh I, there were so many i we heard more people speaking italian in lugano than we did in lake como yeah well a lot of italians go there so and the food there was actually what i got was like not good <laughs> but what we did do which was really <laughs> scary what we did, did do, you do the church thing that i told you at the top of the mountain so we went to the top of the mountain but we drove because we couldn't figure out how the gondolas worked <laughs> so we drove when i tell you we were like at the very top guys it's this mountain so is so high and we're driving okay we're in this like big suv and the road just gets smaller and smaller and smaller to the point where it's just like two little tracks, okay? And then there's like this wooden fence that's like not going to protect you from anything. So we're driving up and I, already I was nervous because I was like, this road is so narrow and we're so high. I was sweating, Alex. It was freaking me out. Jess oh drove up. That's I drove down. Worse. And then we realized it's not a one-way road. What? There were cars coming down. We had to squeeze by the cars. Absolutely not. No. When I tell you that my anxiety, my heart was beating so fast. I was getting sweaty. I was literally seeing stars. I was like, Jess, Jess, we can't do this. We can't do this. Just, oh my God. I would have oh gotten out of the car. And like, what are we going to do? Back up? We can't. The turns were so steep. I me, Watch me. I get out of the car. Have fun. I walk. Make I'll, you drive. Like, <laughs> honestly, I was, there was a point. If I would have gotten out of the car though, I would have just like take, taken one step and I'm off the cliff. Nope. No, there's no way there's no way and then so jess was like then we ate at a restaurant at the very top of of the um the hill on our way down jess is like do you want to drive and i was like there's no way i'm driving she's like kyla you could do it so i was like okay i get in the car i start driving when i tell you I was driving so freaking slow. Whatever. But was there the was thing. no, I wasn't as unlucky. It was it was less scary going down because you're also on the right side of the road. So like we were uh, up against further the away from like the cliff. I'm literally getting anxiety thinking about this. There was another time we were in um, Bellagio. We were driving back to our Airbnb and the roads are very narrow, yeah. right? So I'm freaking out because it's also like a cliff. Yeah. And the, the cars go so fast and like the roads are so narrow. So I was freaking out because I'm like, oh, we're going to get into a car accident. I already got into an ATV accident in Greece. Oh, gosh. I didn't know that. I didn't tell you. No. Oh, OK, well, that's I'll tell you this okay. in a sec. Anyways, no car accident. Everything was fine. But every time I passed a car, I would like 
break and the cars behind me there was a lineup of cars they were for sure so frustrated but I was like (laughs) what am I gonna do like either crash into the car or go into like the freaking stone like the cliff so anyways our GPS takes us like in this different like route for some reason to get back to our Airbnb okay and we're going up this like really steep hill but there's houses on either side of us but it's still really steep and it's a narrow road and then I'm like, Jess, I'm pretty sure this is, like, taking us to, like, a dead end. We're literally, like, a 45-degree angle, okay? We get to, like, the top, and it's just someone's driveway. And this person's driveway was, like, the road was like this. Then the person's driveway kind of goes, like, like this. But it's, like, slanted and still goes up. Okay. So I had to literally turn the car around. <gasps> and it's a big SUV. I was like, I can't do it. I put the car in park. Wait, what? Why did it bring you there? I don't know. I think it was just like lagging that day. It was oh, so weird. Okay. Oh my so God. I was freaking out. I was like, I put the car in park and I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. She's like, you got this, Kyla. Just concentrate. And it was a really nice car. We were the first people to ever drive this car. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And traumatized already because I got into the ATV accident. Okay, that I, I had need to-, to know what happened. And you're okay, clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're fine. But like, it was honestly, we were laughing about it after because we're fine. But, like, we would get – I would get into an accident yeah. on an ATV. So, um, anyways, everything was fine. I back the car up, and then we go down the mountain. Um, and I was like, these Romans. <laughs> At one point, even Jess, like, she was having anxiety because we were going down this, like, road that was super narrow, super steep, and then, like, the turn was so sharp. <laughs> and she was, like – she literally stopped. She's, like, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> oh my god it's like the both of us together like but we got in no accidents like we we drove slow we wanted to be careful i don't think anyone's worse than two of us driving together (laughs) (laughs) jess is a good driver i'm a good driver i feel like i'm a good driver too we're all good drivers i feel like i'm a good driver too but i'm like i get nervous jess has more confidence than me She was just like going for it. And I was like, are you not scared you're going to hit the car? She's like, no, I have enough room. And I was like, but you might drive off the cliff. She's like, no, I have enough room. I'm good at like understanding how big the car is. I was like, I need time to adjust to this. Like this is like taking me a while. You also, you have a small car. So you're used to that, right? And we're in this big SUV. Yeah. I didn't even realize they had big SUVs in Europe. Yeah, and it was uh, like not not a brand that we have here. I forget what. Well, it was probably a European brand. Yeah, but it was really nice. Wow. It was like it reminded me. Remember when you did that partnership with um, um, Tesla? Oh, oh, wow. Okay, so the inside wasn't like nice like that. Right, right, right. But the steering wheel was like it was kind of like rectangular ish. Like was it, it wasn't a it wasn't round. Was it a pigeon? Anyways, whatever. I think it was. Yeah? I think it might have been. I just know that we have been unlucky in cars. And I got really unlucky on a freaking ATV. Can you tell the story? Like, what happened? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You don't have to if you don't want to. No, no. I'm I'm fine telling the story. But, like, I'm telling this story so, like, you guys can laugh about it. And, like, I'm sure it's relatable. from her mistakes. But also be careful, okay? So... Basically, me and Jess get to Paros. Our first day in Paros, we're like, we're going to go for dinner. We're, during the day, we're going to rent the ATV. And we only had the ATV, I think, for like five hours or something. So okay. it wasn't like a full. No, we had the ATV for the day. So it wasn't like a full thing where like we were just riding an ATV all day, every day. Like we were close enough where we could walk into town. But we just wanted to experience the ATV life. Right. So had you ever gone on an ATV before? I've been on an ATV, but I never drove okay. an ATV. Okay. So the way ATVs work, if you don't know, you have, um, you know, the handlebars and then to brake, you have a brake that's on the left and on the right, but it's not on the outside of the the, inside. It's the inside. And then the gas is like a little knob underneath the right brake. So you don't do anything with your feet. Nothing with your feet. Okay. So we're like, okay, we're going to ride around on the ATV today. Just started off on the ATV. And I was, I was honestly really nervous. So then she's done. I get on the front and I start writing. And I, I soon realize I'm like, wow, I'm good at this. I got, I got like, you know, kind of like in cocky. my head. I got cocky about it. 
And so we're like, we really want to drive to this town. Of course, I forget the name of the town. So I was like, okay, where do we go? And so Jess put it on her her uh, GPS. So we start riding there and I'm just like, the roads are really big. There's a lot of straight roads. Then there's like some windy roads, but still like they're like wide. Okay. Did you have helmets? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Just to give you an, uh, an image too. I'm just fully in my bikini because I was, it was really hot that day. So I yeah. took off my shorts. I'm just riding around in my bikini with like an egg helmet on. <laughs> and Jess is in the back with her egg helmet. Okay. <laughs> Just, just two girls riding an ATV, minding our own business. I'm like flying by, you know. I'm like so cocky in my head. I'm like, wow, I'm so good at this. Literally, image of you in Iceland speeding down the road trying to get home. I can just picture. Oh my god. So we get to this town, but her GPS took us to like the main area where it's just like a roundabout, and like okay. we don't, we didn't even get to see the town because we're like, where are we? Oh my god. So we just like, we get there, we do the roundabout with all this traffic <laughs> and we just, we're going to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's the town, bye. <laughs> so we didn't even see the town, okay? We just start driving back <laughs> and as we're, as we're driving, there's cars that are stopped and like they're stopped for a while, okay? And like I have enough time. And I got nervous, so I go to, like, press the, the the brake. So I press the brake on the left, but then I press the gas on the right. <gasps> and all I hear is <laughs> we're, we're getting closer. <laughs> we're getting closer and closer to the car. <laughs> Jess is like, Kyla, slow down. <laughs> and I press the, br- the gas. And I just no. rear-ended this car. Our butts fly off this. <laughs> <laughs> and then we we get down. We're back on the seat. I turn around. I'm like, "Are you okay?" Her face. She was so startled. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So then the guy pulls over. It's this young Greek guy. Okay. Oh no! Do you speak English? Yeah, he did, but like broken English. And, and you're standing there in your bikini. <laughs> I'm literally like, just sitting there, like in a bikini and an egg helmet. <laughs> <laughs> he gets out of the car. I was like, I'm so sorry. And um, he's like, it's okay. Like, don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. But he's on the phone. He's on the phone with someone. I'm like, are you calling the police? <laughs> don't worry be happy kyla (laughs) he was really nice but he was he um you could tell that he was really upset and then he ended up telling us he was having a really bad week oh and i felt really bad was his car all like destroyed so his car was like it was just his license plate that was like dented and he had like a little scratch it wasn't like the the impact was like it felt really hard because it's like metal on metal yeah but like to give you like context like our butts flew off the seat maybe like this much like we hit it hard enough where like we kind of flew forward a bit but it wasn't like any harder alex (laughs) like i could have like flown over the car it's funny but it's not funny i know it's funny because we're fine but anyways so he's like he's basically dealing with his insurance and then we call like our atv company and like the insurance girl comes and like i'm giving her my information we say what happens whatever it's a whole ordeal he was being nice about it, like no like fighting or anything. But I had to like we had to get back on the ATV afterwards and like drive it back to um like our Airbnb. Yeah. So I'm super nervous to drive at this point because I'm like, I'm I just got into an accident. Like I'm scared. <laughs> Jess is like, no, you have to like, you know, get over this fear, like get on the ATV, drive back, like, yeah, it's like get fine. back on the horse. So I'm like, okay, you're right. Everything was fine. We get to the Airbnb and our host is like, she's telling us about our place, whatever. That place was like so disgusting. It was the worst Airbnb ever. Oh God. But she was like, also, if you guys have an ATV, just be careful. There's a lot of accidents that happen. And we're like, okay, thank you. And like me and Jess just look at each other like <laughs> literally just got into an ATV accident. <laughs> Imagine like, yeah, we just got into one. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we just like stayed silent. Okay, we just had to pause for a second because something came up that was like kind of a bummer. And then we got to talking about like when things come your way unexpectedly, unexpectedly that are negative, what can we do in that situation to not entirely hone in on it and like make it your entire personality and make 
fixate on the negative. Yeah. And just it, it completely like will ruin a moment or a mood. And I was telling Kyla, I'm like, how come sometimes when things happen, like let's say I'm in, I'm in a good place. I'm in a good phase of my life and people like come to me with their problems or they will tell me about their stresses. And I'm so good at like being there for them and just being like a good friend. And then when I'm in a bad place or like something happens, it's like so hard for me to do that because I'm so fixated on like yeah. this negative thing that happens. That's so calm. It's so normal though, because it's easy to give people advice when you're thinking logically and you're not the one that's emotionally in yeah. that situation. So it's like, you're able to give good advice Yeah, and like, you know, you mean what you're saying, mm -hmm. but when it happens to you, because there's emotions involved, it's so much harder to think the same way yeah and it's like you just have to try your best to not like jump to like the worst possible scenario mm -hmm. which is so hard to do but like I just find that that's what I do but I'm like you know giving you advice right now and I'm like it's funny because all the advice I'm giving you I'm like I need to take myself it's so hard to take your own advice. Like, yeah. there's so many times where my friends will come to me with a situation that they're dealing with. And I'm like, okay, I know exactly what you should do. This is, like, the best thing that, like, I could do in this situation. But then if I'm in that situation, forget it. Yeah. I'm, like, not taking my advice at all. Yeah. So I guess it's true what you say. Like, when you're emotionally invested into something and it's, like, really hard to accept that yeah the best thing you can do is i guess to feel the feeling because you don't want to push it down because then it's just never good to do that and then realize that things happen for a reason and i really do believe that you have no control over how other people are or like certain situations that happen in your life like you just don't have control over it what yeah. you do have control over is the way that you handle the situation mm -hmm. And it sounds so simple, but it's obviously a lot more difficult when you're going through something mm -hmm. and like you have these, you're either feeling sad or angry, frustrated, and like you just kind of want to like have this reaction. But like, yeah. you know, you just have to like see the bigger picture and like try your best to just not jump to like the worst case scenario. Yeah. Because what is that going to do? It's going to make you feel more shitty going to give you anxiety you're going to spiral it's going to trickle into like other areas of in your life if you allow yourself to get into this like negative headspace that's just completely consuming you yeah you know so it's like oh, well I literally remember 2022 I wasn't even super present as a mother or even in my job because I was so fixated on like wanting to get pregnant in 2022 yeah. that I was like I could not focus yeah and then what I did really well in 2023 is like letting go of that and just being with my child and like when I'm with him, like really with him yeah, in the moment with my job, figuring out like who I am as a person again, that's not just a mom. And I've even seen it, yeah. you know, I see how, pre not that you weren't present with Arky, like you were always an amazing mom, but now it's like you've really stepped up and like you're so mm -hmm. much more um present with him and like I've even noticed with your social media like it's just like it reflects a hundred percent and that's like the one hard thing with my job that a lot of people might not realize unless they do it is that okay yes if I had a nine to five and I was having a shitty day I would still have to go to work but like I could be kind of in a bad mood and still be professional and like I get to go home and like relax and whatever afterwards with my job if I'm in a funk it's very easy to like not work because I don't have to and then when I do it's very obvious if I'm in a funk I think that because I used to be like a full-time influencer and I was like going through my own stuff at the time I one of the hardest things that I found was having to like go on camera and pretend like everything was fine or you know even if I would be like vulnerable and transparent about some things it's like this is still something that would take a like it's a process right it yeah. just doesn't it's not like one bad day and then it's gone so it's like you have to have multiple days on end where you're having to come up with content like record the content make it look like you're happy and really enjoying it and you want to be doing it when really the last thing you want to do is go in front of a camera 
yeah and film all these things especially if you have like sponsorships and stuff yeah so like I've experienced both like now I'm doing like the nine-to-five life whereas before it was full-time influencing but it's not that having the nine-to-five life is easier but I couldn't even imagine now having to go in front of a camera when I'm like really really going through it going through it because it's almost like when you're working a nine-to-five and like guys I've had other jobs other than being a full-time content creator like I I know what it's like but you're almost like distracted yeah by the things you're doing whereas my job is literally just to be me and to share me so if I'm going through it I'm like I don't even know what to share because I'm so upset right now yeah and stressed and sad and like whatever And sometimes you don't want to talk about it with everyone no I mean I didn't talk about the infertility thing for a full year yeah I didn't talk about it online and people would always ask like is everything okay like you seem like you're not into this blah blah blah. and I didn't know what to say because I'm like no everything's not okay and I don't know I don't want to talk about it and I waited a long time I didn't know if I was ever going to talk about it but I'm so glad I did because I connected with so many people that were going through the same thing and it like just helped me feel a lot better knowing that even though I knew I wasn't alone, like, it's nice to actually know somebody. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I just, I also created a lot of boundaries with social media. I used to literally film everything, Kyla. Do you remember? Yeah. Christmases, Thanksgivings, like, literally everything. I'd pull up my camera and film. And I still film a lot. I just don't upload it. Yeah. Like, I, I love to film for memories. And I'm not always, like, in my phone. But, like, for example, this morning we had this big charity thing and like I filmed a ton of it that I like will not be posting on social media yeah but it's for memories yeah and I love that I have this boundary now that I feel comfortable with like okay I don't have to post every single day or else I'm gonna like lose a ton of followers because like even with posting every day you lose followers like it's it's not it's not how it used to be and I used to be so fixated on like this number on social media and like oh my god I'm gonna be irrelevant but it's like at the end of the day you can't force people to like you. What people think of me is none of my business. Yeah, but like, that's that's exactly it. And if anyone were to ever say anything negative about you, it's like, think of it. I saw this interview with Tom Holland and he was like, does this person have my phone number? Yeah. Nope. So. Doesn't matter. I don't care about you. Yeah. Like unless- If you don't have my phone number where you could call me or text me if there's an issue then you don't know me personally enough yeah. to have anything to say. Yeah. Or if you do have thoughts, because like people just do, like that's not of my business. Exactly. Because like I don't, it's not my job to make you feel a certain way about me. And I think everyone should feel this way because I know a lot of my friends, let's say, will be like, oh, I heard someone, you know, I think my boss doesn't like me or I think this person doesn't like me. And it's like, well, I'm a good person. Like I'm, let's say I'm talking for my friend. I'm a good person. What this person thinks about me is none of my business because I'm not going to force someone to like me. And all I could do is be the best version of myself that I can be. And that's that. And it's also like, you know, not everyone's going to like you. That's like yeah, I know. It's life. You know, people just don't connect. Like I was literally listening to a podcast on the way here. We were talking about friendships. Yeah. And like how they're, you have like your lifers. Yeah. Or some friends, it's just like through all the stages, like they'll be there. Even if you're not as close at certain stages, like they'll still be your friend. And it's also okay to acknowledge that sometimes friendships just conflict. Yeah. And it's okay to not be as close anymore with a friend. And that's okay. And I think it's the same thing with any type of relationship, whether that is at the work yeah. place, like a work environment um family friendship relationship like love relationship sometimes it's okay to like let things go and realize that like it's not that deep and you don't need every single person to like you and you can't force people to like you the only thing you can do at the end of the day is your best yeah for yourself when you're going through it like if you give anyone else or a situation that you have no control over power over you mm-hmm. that's what's gonna just like drain you of all of your positive energy and every every beautiful thing about you and you know and and there's always gonna be there's always a silver lining to everything too right mm-hmm. so it's like you just have to change your perspective and like really try to always remind yourself of everything good that's happening and then find a silver lining in every single situation yeah and I I guys I know when 
people say this i'm like okay but you don't understand like it's so fucking hard and like we do understand things are hard and it's okay to validate those feelings and not push them away but it's also okay to realize like what kyla just said sometimes there is a silver lining to it and that there is positives to situations something that i always remind myself of is anytime i'm like in my head and i'm being <clears throat> oh my god i have this like tickle in my throat yeah. Sometimes when I'm in my head and I'm just going through it and I think, you know, it's whatever it is that's happening is like the end of the world because I tend to do that. Like it's like a bomb goes off in my head. I can yeah. go from like zero to 100 and like I won't have a reaction externally. But like Internally. my mind is just like it's like, oh, my God, this is the end of the world. Like the worst is going to happen. And I always think back to other times in my life when I thought that. And how I was able to just get over it. And now yeah. I don't even think about those times. Yeah. It's so true. I never thought of it like that. Like I if I always, look back at my past. Yeah. Like struggles. Like, and the fact that I got through it. Means yeah. that like this situation. Yeah. Is just going to be a story to tell one day. Yeah. It is. Comforting. Knowing that there are. People in my life that I could talk to and like have that support yeah because sometimes I get into this I don't know what it is but I feel like I don't like to talk because you know me I'm, I'm confrontational yeah but sometimes when things are too hard I don't like to talk about it because it almost makes it a reality yeah whereas I like to like be delusional and just live in like my rom romanticized version of my life uh welcome to me so <laughs> But then sometimes what ends up happening is what you said when something small happens that I'll go to from zero to 100 because there's so many times where I just don't talk about things yeah, that it just like explodes. And so I feel like I'm learning to slowly open up about struggles like when they're actually happening and talking about them, realizing it's okay to talk about it. A, you're not annoying yeah. at all. B, it actually feels good to say it out loud and to get the support that you need so i think therapy is so good oh i just wish it I wasn't got so a new, oh what i got a new therapist recently okay and life-changing really yes oh, she's so giving happy. me i love i still love my old therapist yeah. it's just that you know like i was with her for so long and and i felt like i just needed something new i, yep. I reached like a lull and uh with my new therapist like the first time we met it's all virtual okay um, the first time we met, she was like, so what is it that you're looking for here? Like, what do you want to work on? Tell me about yourself and like, what do you want to fix? Like, what are we working on? Yeah. And I told her, I was like, I know I'm not perfect. And something that I felt in the past was that I was just always being validated for the way right. I felt. But like, I also want to be even more self-aware. Yeah. And I want to be called out on my on my own stuff like when I'm if I react in a way or like I do something that's like typical of my character and like we've still only had like three or four sessions but she's starting to kind of call me out I'm so happy she was like she was like so why didn't you communicate with this person and I was like well is there even a point I feel like there's no point and she was like well yeah there's a point like you should communicate with this person because of x y and z yeah. And she was like challenging me and she's like, are you not communicating with them because you're scared of what they're going to think of you? Like asking me these questions and like challenging me when I tell you it was like, I was like, damn. Yeah. And then she also made me like realize things about myself that I've like just a completely new perspective. And I was like, yeah, I got chills in the mo I almost wanted to cry because I was like getting answers to things. Yep. And like these are only within the first few sessions she she laughs she's like this is like therapy on steroids because she's like you're so self-aware and good. you're so like emotionally intelligent that she's like I feel like I don't even need to explain certain things to you because it's like you'll come to me with a problem but like you know exactly how you feel about it exactly what you should have done <laughs> and like she's like it's like therapy on steroids she's like the way that you're communicating to me is like normally it'll take years to get to this to this point with a patient. But do you think maybe it's because you've had years of therapy to already now have like this uh, foundation of being self-aware that it's helpful? Yes. And then also just having like really good people in my life that yeah. have made me feel comfortable and like 
like talking about it with like friends and family and stuff where I've just like I'm because I'm very much the type where I'll talk about my what I'm going through and like my emotions with my close friends and family like Mm -hmm. I'm an open book with them so and like everyone else is like you know like the same pretty much um like I love talking about emotions I think it's like it's fun (laughs) but (laughs) yeah I have to change the battery in my camera soon sorry um no I think I think therapy is great it's so good honestly I know people they like to justify it with like oh but it's expensive and like it's like it's scary to have to like really because realistically there's a lot of acknowledging you have to do of like the shit that you've done in your life yeah you know I remember when my therapist started calling me out on shit and I was like because of BPD taking accountability is something that like is next to impossible Mm -hmm. but through the therapy that I had to help with that and recognizing okay yeah I fucked up yeah yeah this person hurt my feelings and fucked up but I also fucked up in the situation too yeah it's not one or the other sometimes it could be both yeah and sometimes taking accountability for your shit actually feels really good yeah because it's freeing yeah and I remember there was a point in my life a, a long actually not just a point a very long period in my life where I was very much like victim mentality like why does this always happen to me or like why is this person treating me this way or like oh poor me poor me poor me and it's like what am I doing in this situation yeah I'm not being a good friend I'm not being a good partner I'm not being a good whatever I'm actually being quite awful yeah so like yeah I can sit here and complain all day long but I'm also not being good either so I yeah I don't have control over the situation with that person but I have control over me and the way I react to things yeah and that is something that I recently realized in the past year was a lot of people would be scared to talk to me about things because they'd be scared of my reaction and I remember you told me that one of your that was like one of the first times that I like really I guess heard it like finally heard it after being told so many times is like it's more the reaction if anything of just either having a a fight or like being called out on other things like because what would happen is like I wouldn't take accountability and then I would like fight back and like like you will you do this and you do that and then it's like yeah jab 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 and realizing that I have control over how I react my situation and recognizing my flaws and the fact that okay this person might not be perfect when they're telling me things I've done but doesn't matter because the things that I did hurt them and like I need to apologize for that and right now that's what you're talking exactly and don't make the moment about what they've done to you yeah because that's something that I've noticed even in like other relationships too is like I'll even watch two people argue and someone will like bring something up and the other person's like, well, you do this. Yeah. Like, but you're not even talking about that right now. Yeah. You're literally like, this person's bringing up something that you did. So, like, just stay on that. Yeah. You know? And it, it, it does. Because all that does is, like, it just makes the person who's communicating in the first place feel like you don't Invalidated. care. Yeah. Like, and you don't care. Yeah. Like, it's like, well, I don't care how you feel. Yeah. Which is, like, a really shitty feeling. And then with, with time, if, like, you never work on that, mm-hmm. like, the person's just gonna end up resenting you I know and there's so many times in my life that I can literally think back to like arguments I've had with like friends or with you where I've been so upset about something and then realizing like wait I was not perfect in that situation and like I literally made it out that like I was this big victim person when in reality okay that's not cool like what I did in the situation too you know yeah and I think it takes a lot to get to that place but I don't know. I feel like a lot more confident in my It takes maturity. Reactions. Yeah. You just need to, people just need to mature to get to a point where it's like they know that like they're not like you know, like Yeah. Anyways, I don't know where I'm going with this, but it's I think it just comes down to like maturity and wanting to work on yourself. But um yeah this this episode took a turn <laughs> i know it's so funny because we started off like so lighthearted, like a oh, trip to europe and then all of a sudden it got really deep which like i feel like most of our conversations go that way it like starts yeah, off fluff and then it gets deep light. and then it goes fluff again but 
I mean, one of the other things I wanted to talk about just as a recap for the summer is because we've been so busy, but I did have a surgery like midsummer, which went really well. Um, and it's something that like I did a whole YouTube video on it. If you like want to watch that, you can like get all the details and stuff. But I remember thinking like, I'm in such a good place right now, mentally and physically because, and I spoke about this in one of the last episodes of season one that I was like changing my lifestyle. Yeah. And I realized how good of a place I was in because people were DMing me like, you got a surgery, you got liposuction. And I was like, what? Or like, oh, you're on Ozempic to lose weight. And you're just pretending like you got a surgery. I got, I would get like DMs like that, okay? No, actually you had a surgery that had nothing to do with your weight and you just started working out more and having a healthier lifestyle. Like, but my past would have been really defensive and I would have like really focused on that. Like, oh yeah. my God. But I, when I saw those messages, I was like, first of all, you're judging someone, be- like you don't even know this person. Yeah. And like, whatever, none of my business what you want to think. It's like so opposite of, the truth yeah and I was like why is it that like if someone loses weight especially someone who's like promoted let's say body body positivity yeah if they lose weight it's like negative the whole point of body positivity is to like be okay with your body regardless of the way you look body positivity also goes yes a lot of it has to go with like you know it's a it's like the whole spectrum like regardless of your size I feel like people always get confused And they think body positivity just means like people that are like on the heavier side. For me, body positivity is whatever you look like, being happy with the way you look, unless you're very unhealthy. Yeah. Then I'm not body positivity. And that's what happened to me is that I got unhealthy. I literally had bad blood test results in beginning of May or end of April around that time. That scared me. In the past, I would have really focused on those like negative comments and taken them to heart because I would have felt like... um, like, I had to defend myself. Yeah. But then I'm like, but why? These are just random people. Yeah. And, and my DMs, want, like... That's what they want, too, right? I just, like, I didn't, I didn't care. I was like, okay, cool. Think what you want. Like, I remember I posted a story kind of, like, laughing. Like, a lot of people are... I, I, I more spoke about the fact that people were upset that I was, like, a body, a body positivity influencer. And then all of a sudden, I, like, lost a ton of weight. And they, like, didn't like that. And I'm like, but that's, like, it goes against... Like, for me, it's self-love. Yeah. It's loving yourself regardless. And even if you have issues, like if you're working on them, if you're actively working on loving yourself, like that's literally what I was trying to promote. And it took me getting pregnant, giving birth, gaining a ton of weight and learning to love that to get to that point. Yeah. But just because I lose weight doesn't mean that I am not in that point. And the weight loss <laughs> was just like... um. A result of just changing my lifestyle yeah because it wasn't even about the I've physical had, part I've had conversations with you about this where it was like you were more focused on first of all being more active so yeah. like your body was just like in better shape mm-hmm. um and then like putting the proper nutrients in your body so that you're healthy internally and then as a result you started feeling better mentally as well mm-hmm. and then because people think that you need to look a certain way in order to talk about body positivity yeah they're like they think now like you're a phony or whatever but it's like it's not true I've had conversations with you about it and it was never about weight loss ever it's and it's it sucks because people also didn't realize I guess that like it's a slow process like I wasn't because I wasn't focused on losing weight and I wasn't weighing myself on a scale I was just changing up my lifestyle changing up my diet the way I exercised finding new things that I enjoyed doing that were active all of a sudden people were like whoa you like lost a ton of weight out of nowhere but it's like it's been like four months yeah that's almost half a year yeah of like consistently every day doing something and loving my lifestyle yeah and I look back at the photos of when I was in my fittest quote-unquote fittest prior to even prior to my wedding yeah you know I was not healthy in my mind yeah like I would constantly it was always a little bit about the way I looked like there was a period in like 2017 where I lost weight but I like did it in a good way and I was like very proud of myself and I was like I want to live a long life whatever but then I would like get depressed and like you know just do whatever 
But this was like a wake-up call, this blood test. And I was like, I don't want to be in my early 30s with borderline high cholesterol when I have the rest of my life to live. Yeah. That is not okay for someone. Like, I just did not want to be there in my life. And everyone's body is so different. And I didn't start this to lose weight. It just was a result of what happened. And cool. Like, I could fit into my old clothes so I have more clothes in my house. Like, that's really, in my head, the only positive side I see. Yeah. To losing weight. I could have looked the exact same but had, like, healthy blood test results even after working out and whatever and been equally as happy. Yeah. It was like... Okay, cool. I have extra clothes now. I don't have to go shop as much. Yeah, you were like perfectly content even before this whole new like lifestyle change. Yeah. Like you, I never hear you talking about your appearance ever. No. I was definitely happy that I gained clothes. And I would tell my mom, I was like, oh my God, mom, like I'm fitting into like all these old jeans that I wasn't able to wear in like for like eight years. Yeah. I don't have to go shopping. Like it's pretty awesome. Yeah. But other than that, I was like, I don't give a shit. And it's something that I never experienced in my life of hearing something negative about me and not focusing so much on it because I just did not care. Yeah, because you're in a healthier headspace now too. And that's not to say that like maybe someone will comment something negative about, let's say, my infertility or something that like I'm more sensitive about. Like maybe I'll be more sensitive towards that comment. Yeah. Maybe because I'm in such a good place with like my body image that I like literally don't give a shit. Yeah, and, like, people that just write negative things, though, in general, mm-hmm. like, if you're going out of your way to write something negative, like, automatically you just need to see it as, like, I shouldn't be taking this person seriously. Because if you're going out of your way to yeah. say something mean to someone you don't know online. I know. And it's so funny because there's so many times where I recognize when I'm judging other people. But you don't write hate. I don't. But I also realize that when I'm doing that, I'm in a bad place. Yeah. I'm never like when I'm in super good mood and happy mood, I'm never like like judging other people. Yeah. I'm not focused on that at all. I hate that I do it when I'm in a bad place. You get inspired by different things. And like, you know, it's interesting to see like these different life choices people make. And you're just like, oh, cool. Like. It's different. Yeah. You know, you just think of it as like it's different. Like. Anyways, <clears throat> all this to say, um, oh, one thing I wanted to add to your, like, getting called out, I realized not long ago, daddy, like, I, he was on the phone with you or something. He was, like, totally calling you out on, like, something. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's, it, I don't know, I just felt like that's not something that he could have done years ago. Oh, dad calls me out all the time. Okay, maybe I just didn't hear it. I, I told you that dad calls me out. I know, but I never, like, realized how intense it was. Yeah, no, he calls me out hard. Just because he's never really done that to me. Yeah, but I also call him, like, weekly, like, almost daily with, a, like, a mental breakdown. Oh, my God. Not actually. That was so, that sounds so dramatic. I just, I go to dad, <laughs> I go to dad a lot to talk about things, and it gets repetitive after a while, and so he's, like, he'll call me out on it. Yeah. As he should. As he should. (laughs) Mom calls me out. They don't really call me out. Maybe they're scared of me. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just the fact that like... I'm so perfect. They have nothing to say. (laughs) Well, I mean... But also, you're not calling them constantly with like... You know... Like, I just... I was going through... Like, I I had so much anxiety about things and being really hard on myself, whatever. And and I would call them all the time. And so... I guess it's it's because I also have Dan. So, typically, I'll go to Dan for situations. So, I get that from him. Yeah. So, instead instead of calling mom and dad, I call... I, like, tell him. Yeah. Like, I don't have that. (laughs) But I feel like you would call me out, which I like. Like, you'd be there for me, but you'd also call me out. Yeah. I think maybe five years ago, no. No, five years ago, no. But now I would, yeah. for sure. Because you know sure. I wouldn't, like... Or yeah, if because I did now a, I trust you. But also, if I let's say I did have, like, an initial reaction, like, meh. But then it's, like, I recognize, like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. And, like, I take accountability for it. Because, yeah. like, I recognize sometimes, even with Dan, like, obviously we've been together for, like, over 10 years. We know how to push each other's buttons. Yeah. And there's times where we'll, like, we'll be in a tiff. I'm, like, ooh, I know if I say this one thing... It's going to just push him over the edge. And I'm like, yeah. don't do it. Don't do it. 
don't do it and then he'll say something and i'm like fuck you and then i say it and yeah it's like then it's a full-blown like argument yeah I'm like oh fuck alex and then afterwards i'm like dad i'm really sorry like i shouldn't have said that and then it's like fine he's like okay it's okay oh you my know? god <laughs> but it's like i recognize it now whereas yeah. in the past i would not have even thought i would have just been like jab 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 yeah and dad also calls me out too on the fact that like he's like you know kyla if you actually i can't say this story never mind i was gonna say something i i don't have to give context but it's like if you t- i remember i heard daddy saying if you take everything personally you're literally never gonna go anywhere in life you're never gonna like yeah you're never gonna succeed because you're gonna take every little criticism personally when yeah it's not personal yeah yeah and i was like ooh, i mean it's we all know that yeah but like in the moment of like panicking oh my god dad has like called me out in in, <coughs> in ways that are like even like that's not even like like bad calling me out he never he never calls me out in a bad way no 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 but it's more like i'll tell you after what what okay. dad called me out on too um okay before we end the episode because we've been like literally talking back and forth this is so unorganized but it, whatever it's literally our life and the way our welcome to our go. podcast <laughs> welcome to our podcast we have a topic that we want to discuss and then something happens and it completely changes <laughs> and we talk about the deepest things that you could possibly talk about but it's so like this is a perfect example of like the way our life is though like yeah. even without recording yeah and if that thing didn't happen literally in the middle of our episode then it would have just anyways we're gonna have a really fun time this year i'm so excited we have a lot of fun things planned and a few trips i can't wait and i'm just so excited and thank you so much for listening and we will see you all or talk to you all in our next episode it'll be out every single week on fridays um as soon as you wake up i think i'm gonna have them uploaded by like midnight so okay as soon as you wake up on friday it'll be ready for you and if you want to follow us on social media we have tell me says podcast on tiktok and on instagram which will be a lot more active throughout the year now that we're back and not on hiatus yes and it's you know like 10 months 10 months of fun podcast i'm so excited i'm happy we're back oh i'm so happy it like feels good also i realized too like we see each other way more when we're recording i know this is what i was discussing last night i was like she's like my friend was like wow i can't speak english (laughs) (laughs) my friend was like it must be nice to like you must be excited and and it must feel nice because like you get to hang out with your sister and i was like that's literally what it feels like when we record Mm -hmm. it just feels like we're hanging out we're talking i sometimes i even forget that there's a camera there on the days that we do decide to film yeah and it's just like i feel like refreshed and i get to see you more often it's fun you know and i i when i listen to podcasts let's say in the car or something i feel like i'm there with them yeah and so when people tell me like oh i love the podcast i feel like i'm with you guys like that's exactly what I want people to feel because even though we might not know what you look like, let's say whoever is watching or listening, we feel like you're our friend because you're listening to us. Like we're all friends. And if you I ever made see a us, friend, one of my best oh, yeah. friends is because of this podcast. So like, I just, I'm so happy that we started this. I know. I actually met someone today, earlier today. That oh, was I love like, that. Hey, when, when I meet someone and they don't recognize me because of Instagram, they recognize me because of the podcast. Yeah. It like just, it connects with me differently because I'm like, you like my personality. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. Like you, you just. But Kyla, you used to not show your personality. That's why. On Instagram, no. Yeah. But I get that. I mean, I don't really show it on Instagram still. Yeah. I'm just not on Instagram as much in general. Yeah. But I have no issues, like, showing it on this podcast. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's so much more to me. Like, my friends in the past would always say, like, you need to show your personality more. I feel like people just think that you're this, you know, like, a model or something. And, like, they don't – like, people won't take you seriously or they'll they'll categorize you in, like, this box. But, like, getting to know you, you're funny, you're down to earth, all these things. One time I met someone and he was like, oh, you're actually really down to earth. And in my head, I was like, please. I was like, that's the most backhanded compliment ever. But (laughs) actually, it's happened to me on a few occasions where I meet someone and like they. You're like, wow, wait a freaking judge a book by its cover and then literally tell me your thoughts. Yeah. Like they're complimenting me. The confidence they had. (laughs) I just think people don't think before they speak. But like, anyways, it's. Imagine you're like, wow, you're a lot funnier than I thought. 
like oh my god wait you're actually a lot more of a dickhead than i thought <laughs> oh my god i would never in a million years but um no i love that we're doing this podcast again follow us on tiktok and instagram tell me says podcast on both platforms mm-hmm. and um you can also dm us but we when we do like the write-in episodes i usually like to keep them as highlights so that you can like go back let's say if we wanted an advice one or like a roommate one or best friend one whatever you can go on our highlights like on our yeah. instagram i'm gonna start like uploading them there so people can exactly right in um and feel free to dm us i i also check the dms we'll answer you guys as much as we can yeah um and also maybe write to us on instagram dm us about a topic that you would like for us to speak about in we, this season we have a lot of fun lists but obviously love to hear your opinion and don't forget to rate five stars on apple Podcasts and spotify it helps us so much especially with like brands and stuff because we want to be able to get sponsorships so we can up the level a little bit or like hire an editor because that would just make things so much easier on my end but we freaking love you guys so much and we will talk to you next week bye